Shopify presents Cool Sheets from AHA to Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my AHA moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoiced. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Three, two, one. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! <laughs> Justin's tired. He didn't want to do it tonight. Nick Nick wasn't ready for it. Hey, listen, it's TJ, TGIF. We've made it to Friday. Hallelujah. And guess what? We've got a reimagined show with some cool cats in the building tonight. So let's start our introductions. First, we'll welcome into the studio... Justin Jesus Herrera. Hey, notice anything new? Notice anything new? Look at that. Look at that. No blank walls anymore. You still got the door back there, but maybe one day we'll do something about that. But, yes, TSS Fantasy, let's go. Go on to tssfantasy.com. Check out all of our cool rankings up there. We're going to give you nothing but the best for the people because we are the fantasy show of the people, of course. And while you're on, Go ahead, hit that subscribe button, and as my boy Jordan would say, bang that bell. Yeah, let's get those notifications going, guys. And let's go, man. CJ2K football is still up there. We're about to get rid of it, and you could be the lucky winner of that. So all you gotta do is hit subscribe. Well, you sure could be. And Mike's already on me today. He's already TJIF. That's right, Mike. Thank Jason. It's Friday. Correct. Bobby Swan, also a shout out to my man Jordan, says, what up, Jordan? Let's start also welcoming in Nick, you got Flander and Macaronis. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, it's me. Listen, uh, we can also do 
T-G-I-F-F. Thank God it's Football Friday because we got a big matchup coming up this weekend. I'm on I'm on a sports high right now. My Phillies took down the Braves 9-1. to I know, Jason doesn't care about baseball, but you know what? No, I do. Not. I don't care what he thinks. So, anyway, uh, take heed into everything that Justin has said about our website, about our YouTube channel. It is one of the most comprehensive fantasy football websites there is out there today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages around the world. I cannot wait to get a start tonight, and I can't wait for the Eagles to beat that Dallas ass on Sunday. All right. Ooh, Nick's coming out cursing tonight. You got to know it's a special <laughs> night tonight. All right, so let's go. First, we'll start with our guests tonight. Again, it's TGIF returning the, fan, the fun back into fantasy tonight. Jordan Thomas from Truth Serum Football. Welcome into the studio, brother. What's up, my man? Uh, good to be back. And, uh, man, Flanders, I, I was with you all the way till you uh, started talking that nonsense about those Eagles because they got an ass whooping coming this weekend. I'm just saying. Ooh-wee. You might get your ass whipped by the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He's got his little finger wagging over there. Yeah, No, no Jets. I, I'm a Cowboys fan. I just got all this stuff back here for decorations. Don't, don't make any mistake about it. We're coming for that number one spot in the East this weekend. <laughs> Well, that raises more questions than it answers, but okay. He's calling his <laughs> shot early. All right, let's go welcome in. We got uh, we got some opponents for you tonight because we're going to do a little fantasy feud a little later on. Well, let's start with the introductions for your opponents as well. Chris, you guys from uh, – my bad. I got, I've just got it written down here. It's the Patriots Pod, if, if I'm saying that correctly. Yep, yep at Patriots Pod on Twitter. Yeah, awesome. Patriots Sports well, Radio. What sports rate? That's what I see. I knew I had it messed up. I had Patriots pod. I had it all messed up. First, let's welcome in Chris. Welcome into the studio, brother. How's it going, man? It's going well. We're excited to have you here. It's Friday night. We're feeling all right. Your partner on the side. Welcome Eric in as well. Welcome in my brother. Evening boys. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. I, uh, I am a lifelong Packer fan and I would be afraid to play the Philadelphia Eagles right now, even at Lambeau field. I'm glad we don't have them till what November. We got time to get our shit together a little bit. Listen, there's, there's no need to suck up the Flanders tonight, my friend. There's no, he, he's just, <laughs> one, he's just on a suit on a high. Cause he's 20. He got to talk about baseball a little, he got a Hard little yard. He's fired up. Listen, this guy. Oh, and the way, Flyers won last night too. So but, by the way, last year, just so everyone, just so everyone is aware, last year on his background, all you could see was Steeler stuff, isn't it? No, that that's right? not true. That I is just switch it up. Well, I will play back the tape, sir. Go ahead and try me. All right, let's get things started. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button. CJ2K Football, it's there. Go get it. Don't forget also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Lots of great daily contests on there. We use the promo code TSS. We're going to double your deposit up to $100. We got lots of great contests coming up as well. And we are the fantasy show. The people, I screwed up the the intro because I just wanted to get things started. I know I screwed it all up. My bad. That's my bad tonight. All right, let's start. How long have we been doing this, Jason? (laughs) Let's start with some news.
All right, we're going to run through these quickly because we're going to have Brian on on Sunday morning to really dive into the injuries. But let's just go over the guys who are out so that way you know as far as fantasy impacts are concerned. Jameis Winston, he will not be playing once again. You have the red rifle going for the Saints. That'll be interesting. Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry also both out in that game. So wondering he'll be hopefully Chris Olave right now who's questionable. If he goes, he could be a great play for you uh, this week. Alvin Kamara might be good as well with some dump-off passes, but we'll talk about that game in a little bit. Those Bengals' defense is pretty tough. Um, Christian Watson, he's out, um, so it might be a good Romeo Dobbs, or even if you're in a pinch, Randall Cobb uh, might be a good play. Rashad Bateman um, is also out. Kenny Dal- Col- excuse me, Galladay, Kadarius Toney, they're both out as well. Um, so, you know, maybe Wandell Robinson, if he's returns, I know Slayton has been out there as well. So there are some guys you guys can look for on the waiver wire. Jonathan Taylor, still questionable. And so is Naeem Hines. So that's just something to, to, to note. Pat Fryermuth is out. James Conner and Daryl Williams um, look like they're both trending to be out. I saw them as questionable, still trending on the way out. That means a big day for Eno Benjamin. Um, so if you haven't hooked him up already, I would definitely plug him in your lineup. Harrison Butker is set to return. I know we don't talk about kickers much, but, you know, he's a nice little steal off the wa- waiver wire if someone dropped him. Um, Cam Akers is out um, due to a personal reason, so we don't know. And there's no mm. timetable for return, so we hope everything's all in well in his world, but unfortunately he's out. Um, and just a quick note, the Deshaun Watson saga is still continuing. There was another case brought up for Deshaun and getting those massages, unfortunately. Now, I did hear earlier that because of the agreement that was taking place with the NFL, that there was really nothing they could do about suspending him unless it had something to do with maybe force, um, you know, something different than what was alligated before. Um, and per our Mary Jane Cooper, she actually read the allegations she said there is a little bit of difference in that. So we might be talking about this next week. Um, so just something to take note of. All right. Again, I just want to wing through everything because we got a big show tonight. We got a weekly breakdown. We got our homer picks. We got family feud or fantasy feud. Excuse me. Let's get things started with the weekly breakdown. 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 Justin, you Justin, you got the flag in the background for a reason. Let's start with you tonight with our weekly breakdown. We're gonna go with your Niners going against the Atlanta Falcons. Let's talk about that game a little bit because um, listen, this Niners defense against the quarterbacks, they are numero uno against fantasy running backs, they are number four against receivers, they are tenth against tight ends, they are fourth. That is pretty nasty defense. Against Atlanta's defense, by the way, quarterback against the fancy quarterbacks, they're 23rd against the running backs or 22nd against receivers or 27th and against tight ends. They are 29th. Justin, give me some guys you like and don't like in this matchup. Uh, well, I'll start on the 49ers side. Um, I like Jimmy G in this one. If he can put up just the numbers he put up last week, he was ninth and um, he was ninth last week. So, you know, for fantasy quarterbacks. So if he could get around that range, two touchdowns, 230-plus yards, he should be fine. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., love the play. Last year he tore up Atlanta. He went for 110 yards and a touchdown. That defense really hasn't changed too much, especially on the interior. 
Um, and that offensive line for the 49ers, uh, the scheme just – it fits Jeff Wilson. He attacks those holes violently. Um, and even with Tevin Coleman coming in, he was still very good last week. I I don't see why you would not play Jeff Wilson with confidence this week. Uh, Debo Samuel is also another guy I would play with confidence. I mean, you drafted him. You put all the capital in him. And the 49ers are saying, we're still going to run him. We're going to try and get him open. Uh, he does have A.J. Terrell this week, which is one of the better corners. But I will say this, last year it didn't really matter. He had 89 per- all-purpose yards and a touchdown against the Falcons. Still got it done. Uh, Brandon Ayuk's another guy, maybe, with Terrell probably on Debo Samuel, you know, on the other side. I would not be surprised if Brandon Ayuk gets more involved in this game. And if he's not involved, George Kittle, you can't sit him. At this point, even though you want to sit him, you're saying to yourself, this guy has been no good for fantasy. He's just blocking. You just can't. And, you know, last week he had opportunities. He dropped the ball. I was at that game. I remember going, what did you do? He dropped it. But I'll tell you what, George Kittle is the type of guy to bounce back. Um, I think this is a, a good situation for him to have a bounce back game. On the Atlanta side, Mariota is an interesting challenge because it's a running quarterback. Um, now, this defense is set up for uh, contain, so they run four down linemen, and they kind of form like a U-shape, but no Nick Bosa. That's going to be very hard to do. Um, Drake Jackson and Samson Epicon will most likely be taking that job. Um, I look for this defense to not nearly be as strong as it's been. Uh, Jimmy Ward came back and broke his hand immediately on the first play. Uh, we have no Emmanuel Mosley on the other side. I don't think Mariota is going to be a top 12 quarterback, but he's not out on super flex for me. Uh, a couple guys that are out, Algier and Huntley, want nothing to do with them. Regardless of that defense being banged up, they're just nonstop run stuffers on that team. Um, Drake London, seven targets in every game or – Average is seven targets, not in every game. Some games are a little bit better, but average is 7.8 targets a game. He was under 10 points in the past two games. I think that goes away this week. I think he can have a day against the 49ers. They, Like Coop said, they're not necessarily the best against wide receivers when lined up with everybody else. Um, yeah, I, I could see that being the one weak spot. And then Kyle Pitts, it all depends on who's on him. If he's got a linebacker, I'll probably go with it. But safety-wise, you know, Hufunga's been playing very good. Gibson's been playing very good. I could see them uh, giving him some trouble this week. You know it's a Friday night because Justin is attacking holes ferociously. All right, let's go on to Nick. (laughs) Travis Sumter, by the way, just said a comment. He liked and subbed. Travis, we appreciate you, my brother. You are in for that CJ2K football. We are got you, brother. All right, let's go on to Nick. Your game, the Bengals at the Saints. Now, the Bengals, again, talking about that defense earlier, they are fifth against fantasy QBs, third against fantasy running backs, sixth versus receivers, and 23rd versus tight end. Taysom Hill, I feel you. Um, The Saints, quarterback, they are 12th. Running back, they are seventh. Receiver, they are 23rd. And tight end, they are sixth. Give me some guys you like and don't like in this matchup. Okay, so obviously I'll start with the stars. I got Joe Burrow. Uh, he's he's gonna be a start. He's gonna be an automatic start. Uh, if I swear, 
Okay, so I, I got distracted by the comment. I'm sorry. Uh, he's he's an on max star. I mean, he's he's one of those top eight to ten quarterbacks you just plug in and play every week. Right now, he is ranked sixth in in the NF uh, in in fantasy, and he's got twentieth uh, twenty points per game. It's low for for Joe Burrow, but he's he's one of the top ten quarterbacks out there. So so right now he's he's going to be a a plug and play. I do. I am concerned about the Saints' defense, but I think this is this is the week where where they get where they get back right. Uh, Jamar Chase, as always, an, another plug and play guy. He is aver- he's averaging um, <clears throat> over uh, ten points per game. What's actually hurting him right now is that there's no T T Higgins. Uh, it's odd because when they were. When T. Higgins went out last week after halftime, that offense, ironically, could not move move the ball. So it's weird how you think that Jamar is going to be the table setter, but it's actually T. It's actually T. Higgins. Uh, Tyler Boyd, he would uh, if you're tempted to play him, I would play him at a at a low flex. And as far as uh, Joe Mixon goes, they always run the ball hard with Joe Joe Mixon. He did have a team only meeting. With the offensive lineman, basically says, "Get me in the damn end, end zone. Uh, you're you're costing me uh, bonus paychecks here. So so we'll see if that comes to to fruition this this week. Right now, uh, Joe Mixon is your RB ten. I I have him at. So uh, he's gonna get in the end zone. I think he'll." He'll score a touchdown this week. He actually hasn't scored a touchdown since since week two, so he so he is due due for the end zone. Now, as far as the the Saints side, they are they are decimated right now. Uh, Alvin Kamara is his ranking actually match, matches his jersey n- number. He he's only averaging nine point three points per game. So right now, fantasy managers are sitting there like, "What do I do with this guy? I drafted him high." Uh, probably you probably got him in the first or second round, and now you're looking to cut bait or trying to get any kind of trade from him. So uh, he is frustrating. He is dealing with a rib injury, and I know that doesn't quantitate to um, to a points adjustment, but you have to play him because you don't know if if he's going to have a nine point week or a fifteen point week. So. Him have to play Andy Dalton. I don't know who's starting Andy Dalton. And uh, Chris Olave is going to be your only starter on that uh, receiving core. Now he did he did practice full today, uh, but he is listed as questionable. So uh, again, he would be a flex option at best this week. All right, and ironically enough, I'm playing Nick in our big league, and he has basically the whole Cincinnati offense. So that's why I gave him this game. I have one player. I, I, know I have one player. Really hard. Uh, now you do, but anyway. All right, let's move on to Eric, my brother. Let's go to the Ravens at the Giants. The Ravens defense—they are 31st against fantasy QBs, 18th versus the running back, 30th versus receiver, and 18th versus tight end. The Giants, impressively, 10th versus QB, 10th versus running back, 3rd versus receivers, and 14th versus tight ends. What do you say, Eric? Who do you like and don't like in the matchup? Giants are a surprising team this year. I mean, 
Yeah, I looked it up. The Ravens are allowing 290 passing yards per game, but I ask myself, who's getting these yards? Who can you start on the on the New York Giants besides Saquon Barkley and feel good about it? Can you start Daniel Jones? He tried to, you know, he had 10 rush attempts last week, which tells me he's feeling good. You know, that injury looked severe, but what do I know? You know, the guy takes off 10 times. He must be feeling all right. But who's he going to be throwing it to? Wandale Robinson? Are you going to start Wandale Robinson over a couple other guys on your bench? Probably not. So I would say Saquon, and if you're really hard, you know, if you're in a deep league and you're really hard up for a tight end, or a good dynasty stash, Daniel Bellinger. Physically, he compares to Travis Kelsey. He had a young college dominator. He's really got all the all the metrics you look for, and a tight end takes a couple years to develop. So I stashed him on the bench. I'm a big Bellinger guy. But um, as far as the Ravens, I worry about Wink Martindale having coached practice against Lamar Jackson for however many years he was in Baltimore. So, I mean, Lamar's going to get his, but maybe he doesn't have one of those 115-yard rushing days. <clears throat> but, I mean, you're going to start Lamar Jackson against anybody. So, Dobbins I'm afraid of. I'm kind of waiting for Gus to come back. I think physically it sounds like he's he looks pretty good. The coaches are excited. You know, the offensive coordinator said Gus is back and there's going to be trouble, so they're looking at week seven for him. And Dobbins has not been impressive. So, Jackson and Andrews is really – all I'd feel great about for the Ravens too. You know, this is one of those studs or nothing games. I think, you know, Duvernay, if, you know, if you're projected to lose and you need a boom week from somebody, Duvernay would not be a terrible choice. You know, he seems to score touchdowns on a pretty regular basis, especially for a guy like him, who's supposed to be so up and down. He's been fairly steady and solid. So Bateman's out again. Somebody's going to get these passing yards. Yeah, indeed. Devin Duvernay, I do like that as a start. And, uh, yes, again, talking about Mark Andrews, he's always a big start each week. Um, Wanted to give you a shout-out. Travis Sumter said, this guy knows fire PSR. So at least we can give you a quick shout-out. Travis knows, too. Yeah, apparently. He knows knows the good stuff, right? All right, so let's go to your partner in crime, Eric. My bro, we're going to – now, the ironic thing is when I went through – um, the matchups and stuff. I was looking through everything and I'm like, all right, you know, these guys must be Patriots fans um, due to the Patriots thing. So I'm like, let me hook Eric up with Patriots and Browns. Um, so <laughs> but meanwhile, I guess you guys are, who who are you a fan of Eric? America. <laughs> you got a favorite football team? Yeah. We're Packers fans. We're Wisconsin ah. guys. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Perfect. Now, now I at least know. Don't worry. All you right, gave let- me Packers jets too. So that's right. Okay. See, then I, I slammed it home. Look at that. Yeah, I thought right. that's why you did that for sure. Oh, that's funny. That was actually, I didn't even mean to do it, but it worked out great. All right, Chris, we'll go to you. Patriots at Browns. Patriots against the quarterback, they're 21st. Against running backs, they're 6th. Against receivers, 16th. Against tight ends, 21st. Browns, 16th versus quarterback, 29th versus the running back. 18th versus receiver and second versus tight end. Give me some guys you like and don't like. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. 
Baker's fresh for everyone. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. So uh, on the Patriots side, I am, I'm just not a fan of Patriots players or even have drafting them onto my team because Belichick is very hard to read and, and he can be, uh, he, he can do some scheming all the time, but this year, this game, you got Ramon Dre Stevens. He's going to be the guy. You, I mean, you just said what they are against the run and, and this kid's breaking out. And if you got to have a receiver in there, I guess you're going to put Jacoby Myers. Look, I, I like, I like Stevenson, and then I stay away from him. Yeah, Down Damian there. Harrison's out, so Stevenson's going to be solid. To the moon. Yeah, yeah. great play. And then IDP, I got Duggar, probably. Um, and then on the Brown side, I mean, you got Chubb. You got to start Chubb every game. It doesn't matter. Um, I like Hunt. Eric really likes the tight end, the joke. Is that how you say it? Well, I'm worried about how much Belichick likes the tight end in Joku. Yeah, he called he, him the second best tight end they've ever had. So that makes me oh, think wow. he's going to put a corner and a safety on him. But I'm waiting for Amari to do it. So maybe this is the game. All right. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, if I he overcommits on Njoku, yeah. Cooper can find some Cooper opportunities. Cooper can find some opportunities uh, slanting down. Indeed. Um, you, like, like you said, Belichick looks for that. One, you know, one soft spot, I guess, to, to tighten you up with. So we'll see who he picks for this particular matchup. Um, all right, Jordan, you are up, my friend. Let's get on. I got you for Jags at the Colts, the big matchup of the day. I know you're excited about this one. This is the, actually all, the first repeat game of the NFL season. Um, Jags right now against fantasy Q- QBs, they're ninth against running backs or 25th. Against receivers, they're eighth. Against tight ends, they're eighth. And again, on the Colts side, they're 14th versus QBs. They're 20th versus running backs. They are number one against fantasy receivers and 28th versus the tight end. Give me some guys you like and don't like in the matchup. Yeah, man, that Jaguars defense has been pretty stout. And, you know, it's not like they've had a cupcake schedule either. They did have the Eagles earlier. So, so they played some good teams. Uh, they won this first matchup 24 to nothing. I kind of expect it to, uh, be a little bit closer this time, though. I do expect them to kind of pull it out. Uh, as far as the Jags go, um, I'm not starting Trevor Lawrence. He, he makes me nervous. Um, for the most part, uh, he wasn't horrible last week even in his fantasy day made him look horrible um you know i I, uh pay attention to a lot of pff and uh the texans played man on 40 percent of their plays through week four and then completely shifted that in week five so i just think he uh wasn't prepared going into the week i don't think that'll be the same this week and i think it is a matchup where he can get back to a little bit of relevance but unless if it's a pretty deep super flex type league i'm probably a 
avoiding him. Uh, who I'm not avoiding is Christian Kirk, who has uh, definitely been on the downswing. Um, he he had his biggest game of the year the first time they played, went for six catches, 78 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, on the year, he's still at 24% target share. Uh, had the worst game of his season last week against the Texans. And, um, you know, I watched a, a Doug Peterson presser, and uh, he specifically said, you don't ever want to be in a situation where he only earns three or four targets. He needs to be up there in the 9, 10, 11 target range. Uh, so for me, what that says is this is over correction Sunday for Christian Kirk. I look for him to kind of get peppered early and often in this game. He also... I mentioned that he needs to give ETN more touches, which I think is a huge red flag for James Robinson. Um, Since week two, uh, week two, he had 63% of the snap percentage. Um, That's declined week over week since down to 40 last week against the Texans. So I think as ETN is is ascending, we're seeing James Robinson start to play more and more second fiddle in this offense. I do think this is a game that uh, ETN um, has a, a good amount of looks in. And I think if ever there's a week for him to finally bust out, it's this one. Um, only other person in this offense I think is ever worth starting is probably Zay Jones. And I am fading him. He's questionable. Um, I do think he'll play, but I, I, I just want to see him get back on the field and get healthy. Other side of the ball. Um, I am not starting Matt Ryan in any league with any kind of confidence. And I was a Matt Ryan guy coming into the season. I thought, I thought this was going to be a great match for him, but it has not been this offensive line's dreadful. Um, Jonathan Taylor has practiced the last couple of days. He should be back or he could be back in this game. If I had it my way, they would hold him out one more week um, and just, you know, those high ankle sprains can linger. But if he plays, you kind of got to start him. He is Jonathan Taylor after all, but I'm not doing it with confidence. Um, Michael Pittman, last three games, has received 21.3 target share, 18.7 targets per route run, 1.32 yards per route run. You already kind of gave all of the uh, statistics on the Jaguars. I don't think this is a huge Pittman game. I kind of expect him to hit the unders on his projections. I still think he got to start him. Um, Alec Pierce is probably the most interesting person in this matchup for me. Season high, 59% of snaps last week, saw nine targets. Um, But he's also facing off against Shaq Griffin, who allows just 31 um, yards per game on average. So I am sitting Alec Pierce. However, I will say on my show, I am taking a beating for not just like putting this guy on a pedestal because my guys just think he's it right now. So we'll see. (laughs) <laughs> well, he's definitely getting peppered um, the last couple of games. So, you know, he is on the upswing. Um, but again, it's all situational football, as we know. Amen. So, you know, who knows what, what this week will bring? That's the fun part. All right. So I think everyone's bored hearing us talking enough. We're going to have some fun now. It's time. Finally, gentlemen, I hope you're ready. We're going to start some family or I keep saying family. I keep getting out of some fantasy feud tonight. This is going to be fun. Let's get it on.
Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> not going to be a long game tonight because we got fantasy experts in the building, except Chris. Is- <laughs> he just left. He said he was scared. He just bounced. He's doing his meditations right now. Hey, just let him know that real patriots don't run away. Listen, the intro wasn't that long, Chris. I mean, I, you got to fire it up. Get back in. Let's go. It's time to get it on, guys. Listen, you can do it right on air, my brother. We're all going to hear it. Dude. It's all fam right here. Yeah, you can right. do it right on cam. It's fantasy feud time. Let's get it on. I explained the rules prior. I'm going to shout out the question. I'll give you how many you got. Basically, once you get control of the round, you'll have three strikes to close it out. If you cannot, then your opponent will get a chance to steal. All right, first question. Here we go. Top five answers on the board. Here's the question. Give me the quarterbacks that lead the league in red zone completions. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Geno Smith. Can we just yell names? Well, no. No. So okay. he, he got the he got the, <laughs> okay. Well, I thought we were getting all five. <laughs> it's all good. So so Jordan snagged the first one, so now he gets a chance to close out the round. So just like fa- fantasy feud, since he got that, you got you got the round now. Control of the round. You got number four, which is Josh Allen with twenty red zone completions. Four. So now you got a chance to close out this round. What's your next guess? Geno Smith. <laughs> Trying to steal it from the opponent, Geno Smith. Uh, and I get three strikes, right? You get three strikes, correct. All right, go right ahead. What else you got? Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, but you are. For- Two strikes strike. on Jordan early. All right. who You got one strike left to close out this round. Who you got? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I was trying to get to. Patrick Mahomes leads the league in red zone completions with 31. So you got number one and number four. You're missing two, three, and five. Jared Goff. Jared Goff, good guess, but no. I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. All right, Chris, I'm going to give you the first jump since you since you since you went off air right quick. I'm going to give okay. you the first stab at this. <laughs> what what guess you got? I got Justin Jefferson's very own Kirk Cousins. Kurt Cousins is I hope I hope we weren't Googling this. That's no sir. <laughs> we played them, bro. Good I've been job. in his <laughs> good job. I've been Chris. in his ear about Kevin O'Connell for months. Kevin, I thought Adam Kurt Cousins was gonna be a real thing. Kirk Cousins <laughs> is number two on this list with 23 red zone completions. So uh, I'll Chris, I'm gonna or excuse me, Eric now I'll give you did I say that right? I'm getting confused already. The other guy, 
Eric, PSR host guy. Eric, my bad. Jeez, oh, please. I'm getting lost in who was who. All right, I'll give you a chance to also, there's still number three and number five on this list, so I'll give you a chance to to get around yourself. There's no way Thomas Edward Brady isn't on this list. Thomas Edward Brady. (laughs) I'm sorry, he is not on this list. Number three on this list. Your boy, Aaron Rodgers, 22. You both should be ashamed of yourselves. And at number five, Joe Cool Burrow with 18. So hear that. All right, so let's go. I wanted to go to the comments because Randall Weaver just – I had to get this out there. He said, Jordan Thomas, I could listen to you talk about football all day, brother. Wow, that's a Friday night TSS chill comment if I never heard one. I'm just saying – I just want to say, like, my three favorite people in the world to listen to talk about fantasy football are the other three guys in this room. So thanks, Randy. But, I mean, you're in for a treat, bro. (laughs) All right. Gotta love it. All right. So we got one round so far. Let's go to round number two. Top five answers again on the board. Here's the question. Give me the the fantasy running backs, or really just any running backs, that are the running back leaders this year. Or excuse me, running back. <laughs> My bad. I screwed this question all up. Give me the top running backs who are the touchdown leaders this year. Nick Chubb. Nick wanna chubba chubba. He leads the league with seven. So good job. All right. So you got number one. You control. What else you got? Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. He's at number three with five. He's tied, I'm sorry, with uh, two other people with five. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Say it ain't so. All right. What else you got? Again, you got one and three on this list. You're missing two, four, and five. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Mm. All right. You got one strike left. This is just running backs, right? Yes, running backs. Yes, sir. Um, Miles Sanders. Miles Booby Sanders. <laughs> oh, hell no. All right, let's go to Eric first on this one. Do you have the, uh, excuse me, it's two, four, and five that are left. Christian McCaffrey. Christian, I always get hurt, McCaffrey. All right, Chris, your chance to steal. Or I, think I, 
I think I might be able to say two of them. I'm going to say Jones or Cook. Jones or Cook. Cook. Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Jordan, you take round two. Um, the, the remaining answers. Can I take up. one more guess? Because I think I think it just hit me. Is Jamal Williams on that list? Jamal Williams oh. is number two on this list with six. Number four and five tied with Austin Eckler with five. You have Clyde's Edwards Hilaire and Derrick Henry. Those are your touchdown leaders so far this year. All right, Jordan's got one. We got Chris with one. Let's see if Eric can get on the action with round three. They get a little tougher now as we go along here. Okay. Top, top five answers on the board. Here's the question. Which running backs this year lead the league in receptions? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler, his go-to answer for it all. (laughs) Josh Jacobs. (laughs) All right, hold on. Austin Eckler is leading the league. He's number one with 31 on this list. And the next guest was Josh Jacobs. Leonard Fournette. Lenny Fournette. Mm-hmm. Lenny's number three on this list with 26. So you got you're missing you got one and three, you're missing two, four, and five again. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. It's early. He's not hurt, and he's got 26 catches on the season. All right, you're missing four and five. James Robinson. James Robinson. All right, you're down to your last strike with four and five remaining. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Coming in clutch. He's number five with 20. You're missing number four. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Clyde Edward Hilaire. Good guess. But Stop it. Get some help. Okay, let's go. Chris, we'll go to you first this time. Do you have the number four on this list? Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Eric, how about you, sir? J.D. McKissick? Woo-wee! He said J.D. McKissick! Um... Oh! Oh, damn, that was all I had left in the brain. 
I was like, I would have never got that. Anyway. Great job there, my brother. You have officially tied this game. That's a this is Ooh. I didn't even do this on purpose. I think this I redeemed not- myself in one answer. This is I that was big right there. All right, so <laughs> we got our final round here to determine our winner tonight. All right, here we go. We got top seven answers on the board. So this is this is gonna be a wide range of answers. Here we go. Which tight end leads the league in red zone targets? Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. I heard Kelsey first from I don't know it was Chris or Eric. So it was one of you guys. Chris, what will the honor system? Travis Kelsey with 14. Okay, he's leading the league, obviously. All right, who else you got? Andrews. Mark Andrews. He is at number three with nine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Higby. Mm -hmm. Tyler Higby. Um, the Rams aren't in the red zone that much. So that might be why. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> uh, Godert. Dallas Goddard. Well, I guess I'll just say. You'll leave, leave a lot of meat Hawkinson. on this zone. Yeah, I know. TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. So you got Zach Ertz with two. He's number two on this list with 11. And TJ Hawkinson's tied with the fifth, sixth, and seventh with six. All right. So you're missing number four, five, and six on the list. Um, Red zone targets or actual touchdowns? I apologize. That's okay. Targets. It's red zone targets. Okay. Pat Fairmuth. <laughs> Pat Fryermuth. The Muth, not Luth at this one. So you got one strike left. Who you got? Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Had to go back up to the right one. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Disley. Oh, Will Disley. Really? All right, 
right, Jordan, I'm going to give you the first chance to steal this time. You haven't had a chance to this so far. Can you tell me for the W who who is our either fourth or fifth tight end or sixth, I'm sorry, who leads or no, fourth or fifth, my bad, who leads the league in red zone targets? David and Joku. David Njoku, did he just say it? All right, good job, my brother. That was correct. He was number four on this list with number seven. There is one answer left. So, Chris, I'm going to give you the opportunity to at least at least uh, win it. Give you not one last to get that fifth one, and you can also win the game with Jordan. You got the you got number. We're five. all winners here, Chris. Kyle <laughs> Pitts. Oh my bad, I said the wrong name, but that's, that's wrong. That's a Kyle anyway. Pitts Eric. owner. I'm going to oh, tell yeah, you. Oh yeah, yeah, it should be Eric. It yeah, should be Kyle Eric. Oh, my bad. I keep getting the name. I was saying it just because of <laughs> Eric. You guys got producer and host guy. I just uh, usually I see the name, so host guy. Oh, you over there. All right, so Eric, you get you get the last opportunity, and Kyle Pitts is not right. So the fifth guy who's leading the league in red zone targets. Who you got? Evan Engram. Evan Ingram. Great guess. But- Disley and Engram's all I had left. So. Is it the you only other me. guy I had on my list was Waller? That is correct. Mm-hmm. It is Darren yeah. Waller to finish up. Jordan, oh, congratulations. Yeah. You're our winner tonight for Fantasy Feud. And to our Patriots compadres, you guys get the loser award. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. So we got some, we had some good guesses in the comment section. Mike, you're wrong with Everett. Travis Sumter, you're wrong with really? Sanders. My bad. But Hilaire was mentioned. So good job there, Mike. My bad. It's hard to get back to those comments when I'm doing the uh, the feud. So my bad on that. All right, let's get back to our breakdown of the games. Let's go here. I got to get back to my trusty cheat sheet here. We'll go to let's see which game we want to go to. Let's go to the big matchup of the Jets and Packers. Let's go to Eric for that one. Jets are 17th versus fantasy quarterback, 17th versus running back. 13th versus receiver and 16th versus tight end. The Packers are 7th versus quarterback, 16th versus running back, 11th versus receiver, and 5th versus a tight end. Eric, give me guys you like and don't like in that matchup. I think for Green Bay, this is going to be a get-back-to-what-works game. Uh, They went over to London, and they lost unexpectedly to a Giants team that, you know, by all accounts, wasn't supposed to beat this Packers team. So I think he's... Rodgers is going to lay off the rookies a little bit as much as he can. Although I do like Dobbs in this game because Sauce Gardner is incredible. That kid is allowing, what, a 17.8 passer rating? The best in the league. Like, he can play despite the fact that he's a rookie, and I assume he's going to be on Lazard. So that could funnel some targets to Dobbs. Dobbs is an athlete. I think he's the future wide receiver one here. Um, Although 
my concern with Rogers is apparently he hurt his thumb on that last play in London and he's had it taped up in practice all week. So maybe some short, some short stuff to Tanyan, but overall I like the running backs. Dylan got six carries last week and he's been getting LaFleur has been getting dragged by the fan base all week. I think he understands the couple weeks prior. I think he had 17, 18 and 11, those three weeks leading up. And then all of a sudden he gets six and you lose the game. Like, yeah, he's a volume back. You have to give him the ball and give him the ball. So I think that's what they do. They run the ball. I think Jones and Dylan are both startable. You can flex Dylan. I'm going to, you know, you got to, you got to sack up a little bit to do it because he really tanked last week, but I think there's going to be an overcorrection there. Uh, Lazard, I, I love the guy, but I'd stay away from him because I, I think Sauce Gardner is going to be on him. So Dobbs and the two running backs is is what I like there. Brees Hall, he's broken out as, as the alpha running back in New York. I'm not sure if they're going to do a Bears thing where Michael Carter is just kind of out now like Khalil Herbert is when Montgomery is healthy, but for sure, Brees Hall, his rushing total is set at 59 and a half. I don't see how he doesn't fly over that. You know, I love my Packers, but we haven't been able to stop the run since like 2010. So you can start Brees Hall against this team. And they've been giving up the short crossers all year. These young safeties have been told to stay back and don't give up the big play. So, you know, that's priority over the crossers. They're basically being told to allow it. So I, I mean, Jair gets probably Garrett Wilson. So is Elijah Moore startable in this game? I mean, again, you have to be brave. It's the Jets. I'm having a hard time switching my, my frame of mind to the Jets are a good team just because they're three and two. You they're coming, I mean? man. They're coming. They're young. They're good. I, I really like what the Jets have, have building, man. I've, I've been begging that drum for a minute. I, I really think they're building something there. They've got the pieces. They've got they're good in the trenches and they've got the run game and they're putting a defense together. You get a kid like Sauce Gardner and some people who can can rush the passer, that's all you need. All you need is a functional young quarterback at that point if he can, you know, behave the Jet, himself. The Jets are an embarrassment. They're going to go back to the bottom of the AFC's barrel. Let's move on. <laughs> you try to sing the praises of the Jets around here, he ain't having it. <laughs> This is not that show. No, I'm just kidding. Our actually our other co-hosts are there here tonight. They'd be really excited to hear you uh talk up the Jets, but yeah, I'm not, I'm just not a believer. All right, let's go uh to your co-host Chris for the Bucks and the Steelers. Well, this should be a epic matchup for sure. Maybe a close one in overtime. Yeah, right. The Bucks <laughs> on the quarterback side, they're 13th, uh running backs are second, receiver 15th and tight end 27th. The Steelers are 28th versus the quarterback, 19th versus the running back, dead last against receivers, and 12th versus tight ends. So give me some guys you like and don't like in the matchup, Chris. So for the Bucks, I mean, you're, you're starting Fournette, obviously. Godwin, you can start Evans. I'm not a believer in Brady. You can start him, but I just – there's other quarterbacks. But he's not a bad play. I'm, I'm not a believer in Brady this year at all. And – over on the Steelers' side, George Pickens and uh, this new quarterback seem to like each other. Um, maybe Johnson. I'm not a believer in Najee right now. I mean, he's going to get smashed out. I would just stay away from the Steelers. I mean, but if you're in an IDP league, maybe grab you some Fitzpatrick. That's yeah. I mean, I'll, this is going to be a fun game. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> not a fun fantasy game. 
for unless you're a Burnett owner. Yeah, I mean, I could see Brady lighting these guys up. I mean, honestly, look what Josh Allen did to them last week. So I like actually Brady a lot this week in this particular matchup. But, yeah, um, you know, again, I don't know about what Steelers are going to play this week. That that defense, just like the Niners D, is a tough out. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, real quick shout-out to – my bad, I had to get up to the comments again. It was Joey Fickle wanted to say, what up, Jordan? And up, my, our boy Mike wanted to know what, you, what sack up meant. <laughs> <laughs> it means be brave. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think he knows. All right, let's go on. Um, let's go to the Vikings at the Dolphins, America's team, the Miami Dolphins. I actually didn't assign this to anyone because I like to do the breakdown here. The Vikings at quarterback, they are 19th. The uh running back, they're 23rd against receiver, they're 14th. Against the tight end, they're 22nd. Dolphins against the quarterback, they're 29th. Against running backs, they're 21st. Receiver, they're 22nd. <laughs> and against the tight end, they're 25th. That's a lot of 20s on a defense, I got to tell you, which does not bode very well for sure. Um, now, again, talking about fantasy-wise, I've talked about it last week. I like Skylar. I'm glad they went this route because, honestly, Teddy Bridgewater, to me, is too slow in this offense. I like what Skylar Thompson brings to this team. All he's got to do is just get that ball to Tyreek and let him go. Just go. Uh, but he's got at least some fluidity in the back in the backfield that he can at least make some plays. So I like Tyreek Hills to play this week. Say what you want to. Um, you know, again, if you're looking for a super flex start, I'd go with Skylar Thompson, to be honest with you. Now, do I think the Dolphins are going to win this game? It's going to be tough sledding because, look, on this other side of the football, Kirk Cousins is going to have a great game. I mean, we already know that. Justin Jefferson, you're going to see him a lot uh, in this particular matchup. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of Vikings. Dalvin Cook's going to have a decent game. So can we keep pace? I doubt it, but we're not talking about the game. We're just talking about fantasy. It's an all-star for me on the Viking side. I'd be stupid to say otherwise. I mean, they Dolphins D right now is Swiss cheese. Even Xavier Howard is going to play, but right now he's hurt still. So, again, not 100%. I like this uh, Vikings offense a lot. Um, the Dolphins offense probably be will will be somewhat ineffective um, in this matchup, you know, at least keeping up with the Vikings. But again, I like Skylar Thompson. I still like Tyree Kill um, to make some plays. And hey, I hate to say it, but it might even be garbage time that they're going to be making some points up. So who knows? <laughs> I hate to even say that, but who knows? All right. Well, since we're on talking about teams that we like and teams that we go for, I figure we'll take a quick break and let's go to our Homer picks. All right, so I didn't want to bring it up twice, so I'm just going to bring it up now. In this particular matchup, I do like Raheem Mostert a lot, quite frankly. They've been going to him quite often, early and often, and again, Vikings are 23rd against fantasy running backs. So I like Raheem Mostert and a must-start in my dope homer pick. Justin, what say you, bro? Uh, Debo Samuel's my dope homer pick of the week. Uh, Just plug him and play him. He's going to figure it out some way. He's going to end up in the end zone. All right, Justin bringing that full-fledged energy tonight for sure. Jordan, what say you? What's your dope homer pick of the week? Dope! I am going with Tony Pollard. Dallas Cowboys' three longest plays of the season, 45-yard catch, 57-yard run, 46-yard run, all by Tony Pollard. They want to run the ball. They're not going to be able to pass the ball against this Philadelphia uh, defense. Philly actually allows the second-fewest rushes 
per game. So they don't see a lot of rushing attacks, but that is where they're vulnerable. It's usually because they're way in the lead. That's not going to be the case this Sunday. I expect Tony Pollard to pop off a long one. <laughs> love it. Love it. Nick, what say you? What's your dope homer pick this week? My dope homer pick of the week is going to be Jalen Hurts. Why is it Jalen Hurts? Because Jalen Hurts has got a lot on his shoulders this week. This is his make it or break it uh, game. If he can, if he can beat that that team in Dallas, he is going to solidify himself as a justified number one starting franchise quarterback in the league. Uh, I even though even though Dallas lets up only twelve point seven um, points to to quarterbacks, uh, Jalen Hurts actually does does more with his legs. And in the scoring, and right now Dallas is giving up fifteen point eight to to running backs, which is gonna which to a normal quarterback is gonna be tough sledding. But I think uh, they got <coughs> due to Philly's got the number one offensive line in the league. Uh, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. But I think uh, Hertz is going to come through, and I'll expand on that when I do my analysis of Dallas and uh, Philly. All right, we're excited. Love to see Jalen Hurts with a big game since I got him rostered in every freaking league I'm in. All right, let's go to you, Chris. I'm sorry, Eric. I'm trying to go in order here. Eric, we'll go to you for your dope homer pick this week. My dope homer pick this week, Dylan, 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 Dylan. AJ Dylan's carries are set at 13 and a half. Vegas knows something. He's getting the ball. You saw what Mostert did to these Jets last week. Him, the quad father, the mayor of Door County, can the cut him up for 100 yards and a touchdown. No problem. I love the quad father. Love it. That's a great reference. He does have the biggest quads in the game other than Saquon. Absolutely love it. All right, let's go to you, Eric. Do you got a dope pick of the week? Chris, sorry. Keep screwing this up. <laughs> no, you're good. Well, mine was going to be Quadzilla, the cheese <laughs> monster, A.J. Dillon. But since my... Best friend just stole that right out from underneath my pillow. A Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. All That's right. I, I'm good with that. I think for you guys too, Romeo Dobbs might be a good dope pick it as well. I like that kid. I already moved him off the taxi squad. I'm excited. Yeah, he definitely, he's got the juice for sure. And, you know, Brett Favre, we actually had a visit with Leroy Butler came into our Packers show this summer and um, he, he put it down. He said, if a, if Aaron's talking about somebody, you need to pay attention. And he was talking about Romeo there in the off season. So, yep, definitely somebody to watch out for, for sure. All right, let's get on to our breakdown. We'll finish it up with our four o'clocks. Nick, let's go to you. Panthers at Rams. Panthers quarterback, they're 18th. Against the running back, they're 26. Against receivers, they're 17th. Tight end, they're 13th. Rams against a quarterback, 15th. Against running backs, they are number one. Against receivers, 29th. And against tight ends, number one. Kind of strange. All right, what say you, Nick? Who you like and don't like? All right, so let's go. Let's start at the top. Let's go with Matthew Stafford. I mean, I I don't know what happened to Matthew Stafford this year. Uh, I don't know if you still have a have a Super Bowl hangover. I don't know if it's the elbow. Uh, I don't know what it is, but he's not having a connection with anybody on his team except for Cooper Cup. Right now, Matthew Stafford is your 23rd ranked quarterback. Uh, far cry from last year. Right now, he's only averaging 12.2 points per game. That is not what you want out of your starting quarterback. Uh, that 
I think uh, I can do. No, actually, I, actually, I can't get 12, 12 points in it in an NFL game. So uh, again, if you have him, I would look elsewhere. You you can't. He's becoming unplayable at at this point. Um, as far as the running backs uh, in in this game, you're going to start um, Henderson. If you're going to start Henderson on on this game, be wary. Right now, he's not having a very good season right now. He's ranked 44th. He's seven. He's got seven points per game. Uh, but interestingly and enough, he was supposed to be the everyone's handcuffed darling. He's only 59% rostered in, in all leagues. So uh, if he's available, uh, pick him up, give him a, a flex play because as we said earlier, Cam Akers is out. So uh, he's going to get a lot of touches and then uh, right behind him is going to be Sony Michelle. And this is going to be a get right game for this um, LA Rams team. Uh, and as far as the receivers, there's, there's only one to play. It's, it's Cooper Cup. You're going to, you're going to play him against anybody. Uh, right now he's only average, he's only averaging 26 points a game. So if you can live with that, if you can live with 26 points a game, go ahead. You know, don't cry too much. Um, you know, my Kleenex stock will go up. Um, so on the, as far as the Panther side, there's one guy, CMC. That's it. Uh, in PPR, he's, he's fifth. He's averaging 19 points a game. Um, now I said that was it for, for Carolina. If you have to and you have him on your team and you're frustrated with DJ Moore, you're not the only one right now. Uh, DJ Moore in PPR is ranked 47th. That's a far cry from where he was drafted. I think he's minus 200 on his ADP right now. He's averaging 9.3 points per game. His best game performance this year had him ranked at 26th. His lowest was 40. Now, uh, there's a reason for that. And his name is Baker Mayfield because why? Because he sucks. Uh, so, uh, I just came, I just came across an, an article. Now, this week, um, PJ Walker is playing because, uh, Baker Mayfield is scheduled to be doubtful this, this season. In the four games last year where PJ Walker played, DJ Moore recorded 20 receptions on 37 targets for 284 receiving yards. Now, what that equates to is 32 more receiving yards than what he's receiving right now and 71 more than this season. So therefore he's playing a hell of a lot better with PJ Walker than he is with uh, Baker Mayfield who sucks at football. So again, uh, and the Rams, the Rams are not very good against the pass right now. The Rams against the pass are at the bottom. They are number 30. One. So if you got DJ Moore, take a flyer on him, play a flex. Oh, but wait, he's not done. All right, let's go on to Justin to the other big game of the day. Bills at the Chiefs. So big rematch from last year. Bills against the uh against fantasy quarterbacks are number two, which probably will change after this week. Running backs eight, receiver seven, tight end seven, and the Chiefs side, they are 26 against quarterbacks. 30 against running backs, 26 versus receiver, and 20 versus tight ends. Who you like and don't like? 
All right, well, I'll try and keep it briefer than Nick did. On hey, this you thing. want comprehensive um, stats? I'll give you comprehensive stats. Yeah, we're in an hour and three minutes, and then you're going to whine about it being too long. All right, go ahead, Justin. You you remind me of the Dave Chappelle skit, the wrap it up box. Wrap it up, Nick. <laughs> wrap it up. It's Friday night. Up. I ain't got nowhere to be. That big ass hook. Hey, I'm married. It's, it's, it's Friday night. I have to go nowhere. Yeah, she's already. <laughs> All right, what else we got, Justin? Oh. So you're starting the the usual suspects, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Travis Kelsey, Stephon Diggs. Don't, you know, don't get cute with it. Just put them in the lineup, set it, and forget it. Um, with this one, it's really kind of like figuring out what the running back situation, right? Buffalo's really good against the running back, but CH seems to find a way to always get it done. You know, he's never – he's only had one week outside the top 15 and two weeks outside of the top 12. So last week was his worst week of the season so far. Played in 44% of the snaps. McKinnon played 50% of the snaps. Still go CEH. He's still worth a high-end flex, if anything. Um, I would say RB2 at this highest value. Uh, figuring out this wide receiver room for the Chiefs is absolutely terrible. Um, <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster had five red zone <laughs> targets. Could not make it into the end zone. Only one top. 36 performance that means he's been at his best a wide receiver three at his best you did not draft him for that uh marquez valdez scantling finished wide receiver 20 last week and looked like he had the most juice in the offense would not recommend playing him because he has been known to have one week and then take the rest of the season off um Devin Singletary. I actually really like Devin Singletary as a play in this game. So the Chiefs have allowed 350 receiving yards to uh, running backs, which is the most in the league. They've also allowed uh, two touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns to um, running backs. So, you know, Devin Singletary, a guy who caught 11 or had 11 targets, you know, a couple weeks back. Um, I think that's a big play for him. I think he could have a decent week against the Chiefs. And then uh, Gabe Davis. Yeah, just lock and load him in, man. I mean, he's proven to you that he's a boom-bust wide receiver too every single week. Just go for it. If you need the points, go for it. Um, Obviously, there's a connection there. Josh Allen's good at throwing a deep ball, and he's good at going over there and catching it. That's all you need to know. Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes 2.0 in Buffalo. Yeah, hit in, you know, if you want to get the boom, hit, hit Gabe up for sure because he definitely gave it to you. All right, uh, Jordan, we'll go to you. The Cardinals at the Seahawks. Cardinals are 25th against the fantasy QBs. They're 11th versus running backs, 12th versus receiver, 31st versus tight end. The Seahawks are 24th. This is really strange how they offset each other. They're 24th versus the quarterback, which is one above the Cardinals, 27th versus a running back, 5th versus receivers. And they're dead last against tight ends, interesting enough. Jordan, give me some guys you like and don't like in the matchup. I mean, I can keep this one pretty short and sweet and just say start everybody in this game. It's, it's pretty much that simple. <laughs> uh, yep. But if you want me to dive in, uh, you know, you got to start with uh, uh, Ray's Hale, Rondell Moore. He's a smash start. Back to back weeks with career highs in uh, targets. Saw eight targets last week. Uh, faces a super soft uh, Seahawks secondary. He's going to draw Kobe Bryant, just not the good one, um, who ranks 96th out of 104 corners in coverage. Well, they don't want the other one right now. What? They don't. They don't want the other one right now. 
I mean, they might, because this one definitely is not (laughs) cutting it. Anyway, uh, Hollywood Brown is a smash start every week. Um, Seattle uses a ton of cover three and cover six, which Brown has shown that he eats up all damn day. Um, Second in the NFL in targets per game right now. Um, I mean, I don't think there's any format you're not starting him. Uh, Little man Kyler Murray, first in the league in attempts, first in the league in completions. I don't expect Seahawks to stop anybody. It's going to be a shootout. Dial him up. Um, same on the other side of the ball, who thought in week six that the Seahawks might be the best offense in football. And if they're not, it might be the lions crazy world we live in. Um, but over the last two seasons, only eight quarterbacks have posted an 86 plus grade, uh, on pro football focus this year. There's one quarterback doing that. His name is Geno Smith. Every week start, uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you're starting them every week. Tyler Lockett's currently ranked number seven in PPR formats. If you take away all of the penalties from DK Metcalf, he would actually be one spot higher on that list at six. Um, And last but not least, Kenneth Walker, um, Arizona's defense sucks. Can't stop anybody. Super high implied point total. Kid's going to get in the end zone this week. Yeah, who would have thought in the offseason we'd be talking the Geno Smith-led Seahawks against the Cardinals is going to be a fantasy bonanza. How crazy is that? Small world we certainly live in. All right, let's go to the Cowboys at the Eagles, the Sunday night affair. Cowboys are six versus fantasy QBs, fifth versus running back, 19th versus receiver, and 10th versus the tight end. Eagles are fourth versus the quarterback, 15th versus running back, or yeah, 15th uh, wide receiver, 20th, and 11th versus the tight end. I'm afraid to ask you, Nick, but give me guys you like and don't like in the matchup. Okay, well, first of all, I mean, this game is not not going to be easy for, for both teams. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I, I think it's going to be Eagles by three. All right, I don't, I don't think it's, it's, it's going to be that, that close. Um, as far as the guys I like, obviously Jalen Hurts. He's your third ranked quarterback right now. He's, and he's averaging, uh, 26.2 points per game. And Cooper Rush, he's like plus 30 and no one's starting Cooper Rush because, uh, he's got more, more handoffs than, than, than he does footsteps, uh, on the field. So, so we're not going to talk about him. Uh, as far as, as the running backs go, we have Miles Sanders. He's ranked 12th. He had, and he's averaging 14 points per, per game right now. I, w- I would start him because, uh, I feel that the Dallas defense is going to, going to, for the most part, take away the pass. So, so they're going to have to rely on, on Miles Sanders. Uh, as far as, as the running backs go, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he's, he's ranked 18th right, right now. Uh, he's, I don't think you can start, start him. Uh, between what's going on in in that backfield, uh, put him as as a low end flex because uh, Tony Pollard outgained him let last game. Uh, as far as the wide receivers go, AJ Brown he's ranked 11th and he's and he's averaging 15 points per game on on Dallas' side. There's 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 really not much of a receiver to to speak about. Uh, you got Noah Brown. Uh, he's he's okay if he's averaging like nine points a game. Don't not not too difficult to to say sit him. And as far as the Eagles' uh, other Batman goes, we got Devonta Smith. Right now, he's ranked twenty second 
in the uh, in your PPR rankings. His best was 18. His worst was a 33. He scored a, a goose egg in week one, and since week one, he's averages he's been averaging 13.9 points per game. Uh, I think he's going to have a big game this week because Diggs is going to be covering Brown. Diggs is. Dallas is shut down corner, so which means it's going to put uh, Anthony Brown on Devonta Smith. And right now, Anthony Brown is ranked 54th out of 105th ranked cornerbacks in in the league right now. So um, again, if you need another wide receiver or a pest catcher, go to Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard leads the league in tight tight ends for for twenty plus yards. Catches with eight. So Dallas Goddard, big night. Look for him. Target monster in the end zone. All right. Thank you so much, Nick. I feel like I got to bring the energy up a little bit right now. All right. You guys ready to bring the energy up a little bit? Let's talk about our ultimate DFS lineups. All right, I got the guns out. I got my shirt on backwards because I tried to put it on too fast. So let's talk about our <laughs> You put the shirt on before you put your other shirt shirt on. <laughs> I can never get this wardrobe. Wardrobe thing straight. I swear to God. I swear to God. All right, look, I'm gonna bring up this is my ultimate DFS lineup. All right, check it out this week. Tom Brady. Again, I mentioned earlier Atlanta, they are uh 23rd versus a QB, so he's a good play here. Melvin Gordon, guess what the uh Chargers are? We'll talk about it in a second. They are dead last against running backs. He's a good play this week. Raheem Mostert, I mentioned earlier. Uh Gabe Davis, as Justin alluded to, they're 26 versus receivers. Chris Godwin versus this Pittsburgh Steelers. They are dead last against receivers, so I like that a lot. Brandon Ayuk versus Atlanta, who's 27th versus receiver. How about this at the flex? So Eno Benjamin, the Seattle Seahawks are 27th versus running backs. He is a great DFS play. Just want to point that out to you guys if you're playing. Zach Ertz, again, dead last against fantasy QBs. Or tight end, sorry, the Seahawks are, so he's a good play. And the Bucks at Atlanta, just a good defense to start it out. All right, let's go to our boys from in the Patriots radio. We'll go to Chris and Eric. Let's hear your ultimate DFS lineup. Here's what we got, brother. Uh, you got to start with Geno Smith, the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, the price is insane, 5700 on DraftKings. The unbelievable levels of disrespect. Um, at running back one, we got Christian McCaffrey. I think these these Carolina Panthers are going to take the field with one intent, and that's to show the world that Matt Rule was the problem, and these players are good. The new coach, Steve Wilkes, is going to do the one thing that makes the most sense, and that's give this kid the ball time and time again. I think we get a huge game from McCaffrey. He's well worth the 8300 Ramondre Stevenson, I assume he's the chalk this week. I'm happy to have him in my lineup. I can be different elsewhere. Big Ramondre Stevenson guy. I'm happy to see him get his opportunity. I think he's going to seize it. Steph Diggs, I got to get a piece of that KC Buffalo game. I went pretty hard in the paint with the Seattle um, Cardinals game because I think that's a better way. I think that's a way to be different in these tournaments. Steer away from the KC Buffalo game, get a couple pieces, but overall focus on a different game. Um, Tyler Boyd with T. Higgins out. I think Tyler Boyd is going to draw not Marshawn Lattimore, so... He's going to have a, he's at least going to pay off on the 5,100. I think, I think 15 points we could see from Tyler Boyd. Usually when he's called upon, he shows up. Rondale Moore, 
Who's worse against the slot than the Seattle Seahawks? Fucking nobody. Rondale Moore also <laughs> wants to keep playing football when D-Hop comes back, so he's highly motivated to have a good game here. Uh, Will Disley, because Will Disley is just involved in this offense. He scores early in the games. He's he's clearly involved in these first 15 or whatever scripted plays they have. Uh, Gino loves him. And then also DK Metcalf, because surprisingly, he's been catching bombs from Gino. Like, it's wild. It's time to start asking if Pete Carroll won that trade uh, just outright. And uh, Metcalf is a boom player. You got to have a couple of those. And I don't have I don't have any Chiefs here. I only have digs in that other game. And then Panthers absolutely love correlating the Panthers with Christian McCaffrey. This Rams team is worse than any of us think. We're having a hard time adjusting our brains to how fast this team went to shit. This Panthers team is going to come out motivated. They got a new head coach and they fired the DC. We got a new defensive coordinator. Did you know Matt rule got rid of keep pounding and he brought in some shit called the brand and the fans and the players were totally not into it. Dollars to donuts. They bring that drum back out. We're back to pounding with Christian McCaffrey, Brian birds, two sacks, beautiful day, beautiful day for the Panthers defense. And they're the absolute cheapest. I think what's interesting, a lot of you guys went with the Panthers D. Funny enough, Jordan, let's go with your ultimate DFS lineup. Yeah, so uh, uh, real similar uh, to everything Eric just said, man. First and foremost, I wanted a piece of this uh, Bills game, and uh, nobody better in that game to me than Josh Allen. So I chose to pay up on the quarterback this week. Uh, same uh, with Chris on the Ramondre Stevenson. Very chalky pick, but uh, I, I think he's going to smash this week. Also already told you I expect Kenneth Walker to uh, get in the end zone. On the wide receiver side, I actually want to start with Isaiah McKenzie. He was the guy that I could really put with Josh Allen to make this work. And, uh, uh, you know, he's a, a definitely a boomer bust play, but I think he uh, has a really good chance to produce this week. I'm all about uh, Ray's Hill, Ron Dale this week, as well as praying that Jamar Chase finally uh, resembles something similar to what he was last year. Um I really hope that this is the AJ Dillon overcorrection game because nobody is taking more of a beating on that than me, who I, I probably have him on 80% of my teams. The one league I think I don't is the one I'm in with Chris, but uh, so I'm flexing Aaron Jones. I think he will have a great week. Um, and then the Panthers D uh, kind of everything uh, that was just said uh, super cheap. And I think the Rams are, arguably one of the worst teams in the NFL this season. Mm-hmm. Certainly starting out that way. Justin, give me your ultimate DFS lineup. You're, I think you're on mute for some reason. <laughs> if you know a fantasy Jesus well, he's been telling you the Rams suck dick for a long time. <laughs> long so Geno Smith, uh, you know, 5,700, like my man said, that's disrespect to one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. So I'll take that all day long against Arizona. Hell yes. Aaron Jones, Packers need to get back to the run game. How are you going to do that? You're going to focus in Aaron Jones. You're going to focus in A.J. Dillon, and you're going to run all over the New York Jets. Jeff Wilson Jr., my boy's going to tug it, bring it in for two tutties on uh, Sunday. And then we got Kenneth Walker as my flex. I'm just kind of going – up and around in a U formation. Kenneth Walker loved the play against Arizona. Arizona can't stop anything. Um, 
let's look for another big game from him. Marquise Brown, loving that game. Um, let's face it, Marquise Brown needs to really solidify himself as the number one before D Hop gets back. And what better, who better to do it against than Seattle? Chris Godwin, love the matchup against Pittsburgh. I think they finally get him into the end zone, get him more involved in this game. Christian Kirk already had two touchdowns against the Colts. I'm looking for a repeat game on this week. And then I actually picked the Panthers because let's go. I mean, like you guys said, the Panthers really need to get something going here, and their defense is the best part of that team. Mm -hmm. So why not keep pounding and keep making Matthew Stafford – look like the worst decision that the Rams have made in a long-ass time. Well, and then Evan the Ingram decision when they got a Super Bowl ring, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they gave up their entire like, future for it, so, you know, enjoy it. That's the L.A. state of mind right there. Get one ring and then suffer for 10 years. Um, and then Evan Ingram, love the play on Sunday against the Colts. I think that he can easily become that stopgap for Trevor Lawrence. He had 10 targets last week. Let's go. Duval. All right, Nick, give us your ultimate DFS lineup. Uh, I think I think we all picked basically the same team without even conferring with each other because uh, <laughs> I got Geno Smith as well. I can't believe Geno Smith was the forgotten guy. His career was on a thread, and now he's the sixth-ranked quarterback in the NFL this year. Uh, apparently, Seattle knows more than what, what we all do. Um, then I got Ramondre Stevenson, again, just like everybody else, at 6,000. He's going up against the 27th ranked run defense in those Cleveland Browns. They're going to play like their uniform. Uh, and then I got Devin Singletary at 5,900 going against the 29th ranked defense of the Kansas City Chiefs. Then I got Mike Evans at seven grand, my, my big spender. He's going up against the 32nd ranked pass defense of the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to go up there, and I'm, I hate to say it, but they're going to stop a mud hole in in the uh, in the Acrisure Stadium. I got Gabe Davis at 6,500 against Kansas City. Again, they got the 26th ranked pass defense. Tyler Boyd, everybody's darling this week, uh, in the absence of T. Higgins at 5,100. Again, going up against the 23rd ranked. Pass defense of the New Orleans Saints. I got one of my all-time favorite tight ends in Zacherts, 4,900, going up against the worst. I mean the worst, bottom of the barrel, underneath the barrel, uh, pass defense against tight ends in the Seattle Seahawks. And then I took a risk. I took a flyer on uh, Travis Etienne at 5,000 because uh, right now that uh, backfield for the Jacksonville Jaguars is a little bit Jeffster-like. You don't know which one's going to come out on top. And then I got the Buccaneers going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, 3,900 against the 27th-ranked offense. I'm surprised they're ranked that high. Mm -hmm, Indeed. (laughs) All right, we went way over. So without uh, further ado, let me just break down this real quick, the Monday Nighter, and we'll get out of here. Broncos at Chargers. Broncos are third against fantasy quarterbacks, ninth versus running back, second versus receiver, 17th versus the tight end. On the Chargers side, they are 20th versus quarterback, dead last against the running back. That's why I like Melvin Gordon so much this week. Receivers, they are 24th, tight ends, 15th. All this money on this Chargers defense, where is it at? I don't see it yet. 
But this could be the week that they get right with Russell Wilson and this offense struggling as much. It's one of those perplexing games where it's like, does Russell Wilson, is it this come out party for him finally? Or is it the Chargers D buck up here again? I'm not even sure, to be honest with you. If I'm a betting man, though, I'm betting that Russell Wilson does have a decent game. I think it might be a little bit of in between where Russell does get off a little bit, but I can see the Chargers defense making some plays. Um, so I'm good with Sutton. I'm good with Wilson. I'm great with Melvin Gordon. Um, on the Chargers side, you go with Herbert. You're not going to not start him. If Keenan Allen's a go, you start him. Mike Williams a start. Um, Gerald Everett, he's a start this week. I mean, quite frankly, you like the Chargers offense um, all the way around. So, all right, so let's get on out of here. Jordan, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great stuff, my brother. Check us out on YouTube, True Serum Football, same as Facebook. Uh, follow me on Twitter at True Serum FF. And uh, we also have an Instagram that is managed by another one of my guys that I don't mess with, but follow us there too. And the truth shall set you free. All right, Chris and Eric, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great content as well. PatriotSportsNow.com. That's where you'll find all our blogs, our forum, all our podcasts, um, Patriot Sports Radio, Wake and Rake, Plus Money Golf, uh, the Football Super Podcast. We got Jordan writing blogs for us now, too. Well, he's publishing the Truth Serum stuff on our website. We're encouraging and uh, looking for all – I mean – it's unbelievable the quality of writers that are out there. I won't go on and on about Jordan, but he's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm at PSR Host Guy. Obviously, he's at PSR Producer, and the show is at Patriots Pod. Thanks for having us. This has been awesome. I love this. It's an original. You know, people have you come on and talk about football, but this is a lot of cool stuff. All right, that's awesome. That's what we want to talk about football. We want to make it fun, too, at least uh, not go an hour and 30 minutes, so my apologies on that. (laughs) Everyone, send your lineup questions in. We'll be here to answer them on Sunday morning, 8 a.m. We'll have your injury updates. We'll have weather. We got Mikey Betts coming in uh, for our bets of the week. We got Jay's plug of the week. We got all kind of great stuff for you on Sunday mornings, 8 a.m., Hit the subscribe button. You can follow us on the Fantasy Football Network or Belly Up TV or, of course, on YouTube as well. So hit that subscribe button. Want to thank our guests so much. We're also in a show called The Trenches Together. So we're all playing in a fantasy football league, which has been a lot of fun. Um, kind of going back and forth with the camaraderie with that. So I appreciate you guys coming in. They all do some great work, especially Jordan, like you mentioned, on the writing side. And these guys produce some great stuff on the Patriots radio side. So make sure you guys go follow, subscribe. We appreciate all of you, and we are out. We're on a mission. Oh, my bad. I, I ended it too early. My fault. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.